This is Economics in One Lesson by Henry Hazlitt. We're in Chapter 2, The Broken Window. Let us begin with the simplest illustration possible. Let us, emulating Bastia, choose a broken pane of glass. A young hoodlum heaves a brick through the window of a baker's shop. The shopkeeper runs out furious, but the boy is gone. A crowd gathers and begins to stare with quiet satisfaction at the gaping hole in the window and the shattered glass over the bread and pies. After a while, the crowd feels the need for philosophic reflection and several of its members are almost certain to remind each other or the baker that after all, the misfortune has its bright side. It will make business for some glazier. As they begin to think of this, they elaborate upon it. How much does a new plate glass window cost? $50? That would be quite a sum. After all, if windows were never broken, what will happen to the glass business? Then of course, the thing is endless. The glazier will have 50 more dollars to spend with other merchants. And these in turn will have 50 more dollars to spend with still other merchants. And so ad infinitum. The logical conclusion from all of this will be, if the crowd drew it, that the little hoodlum who threw the brick, far from being a public menace, was a public benefactor. Now let us take another look. The crowd is at least right in its first conclusion. This little act of vandalism will, in the first instance, mean more business for some glazier. The glazier will be no more unhappy to learn of the incident than an undertaker to learn of death. But the shopkeeper will be out $50 that he was planning to spend for a new suit. Because he had to replace a window, he will have to go without the suit or some equivalent need or luxury. Instead of having a window and $50, he now has merely a window. Or as he was planning to buy the suit that very afternoon, instead of having both a window and a suit, he must be content with the window and no suit. Or, as he was planning to buy the suit that very afternoon, instead of having both a window and a suit, he must be content with the window and no suit. If we think of him as a part of the community, the community has lost a new suit that might otherwise have come into being and is just that much poorer. The glazier's gain of business, in short, is merely the tailor's loss of business. No new employment has been added. The people in the crowd were thinking only of two parties of the transaction, the baker and the glazier. They have forgotten the potential third party involved, the tailor.
they forgot him precisely because he will not now enter the scene. They will see the new window in the next day or two. They will never see the extra suit. Precisely because it will never be made, they will only see what is immediately visible to the eye. That's the end of chapter two. Next time we'll be going into chapter three, the blessings of destruction.